0: Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Mandalorian, a Star Wars Minute podcast in which we go through the entire Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, one chapter at a time. I'm Alex Robinson from StarWarsMinute.com. I'm Pete the Retailer, also from StarWarsMinute.com. And today we're talking about Chapter 7 of The Mandalorian, colon The Reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. The Reckoning. Oh. I,
1: I, it's yeah. frustrating that the titles, not all of the titles, are the blank. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's uh, you know, when they started out, I thought that was going to be what they were. Yeah. Well, Chapter 1, the- I, I think, didn't have a name, right?
0: Yeah, I don't think it did. It was
1: just Chapter 1.
0: Yeah. And then I'm going back, looking through... Well, uh, that. let me apologize to the listeners for missing last week's show oh they they already left they didn't want to hear it they they oh. were like we don't we don't care about that guy anymore wait so they stopped listening now or they stopped listening back then they stopped there they switched to tony's show oh boy wow yeah sorry all right in
1: that case so now you know your pressure's off yeah there you go uh, let anyone know what i thought of it no we want to thank tony for for stepping in filling in yes Everyone um, check out Bizarre Albums, his mm-hmm. podcast. Uh yeah. Chapter 2 was The Child. Mm-hmm. Chapter 3 was The Sin. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh as if as if I didn't have enough reason to to grumble about chapter four, it's called Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And they easily could have called it the Sanctuary.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, the Gunslinger was chapter five. Uh, and then the prisoner is chapter six, and then this is uh, the reckoning. So, hmm, really, the only one that that breaks the mold is the one that already I had issue with. So it was broken and moldy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this episode, I loved. Oh, good to know. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I was. St- Going into it, I was like, well, maybe... Because, okay, I'll give you a little taste of what I thought of last week's episode. Mm -hmm. There are parts of it I really liked, but I agreed with the criticism that, like, past three episodes, it really felt like it had no impact. You know, it was very standalone. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, maybe that's just what the series is. It's like the comic book series. Sometimes they'll do one or two episode, you know, arcs, but... A lot of times they just do one and done, at least in the olden days comic books. Right. So, um, and last week's episode was very comic booky, you know, with the yeah, yeah, um, you know, assembling of the past crew, and and each one was like a colorful character and stuff. So, I so, I my expectations for last week were a lot lower. So, uh, I think going into this one, I was like, all right, we'll just see what happens. But this one felt like a return to like the first episode to me, and obviously. It's you know at the very least it's because the, some of the best you know IG88 return IG11 excuse me
1: mm-hmm. returns
0: uh, Agnulty you know you get Werner Herzog again it's a lot of the first episode uh, you know returning you know, the things that make the first episode so great so uh, yeah I, mean, I thought you, it was terrific
1: you literally could have gone from the third episode to this one
0: f- yeah I was right? actually thinking Four, five, I was six. thinking
1: yeah you could just excise them and be like, Oh, that must've been somebody that he met. Or, yeah. I or, mean,
0: and they, that whole story easily, you didn't even have to have because they, they established that she's tough and she's fighting in this episode. So right. they don't really need that a past episode to account for <laughs> any of their, you know, they easily, yeah. Like you said, you could easily skip that episode and have it. have No, it have just been somebody from his past. Like we didn't have to go, you know, have a story with Lando before Hansella went to go hang out with Lando. Yeah, exactly. So, it' almost made me wonder if they if they had plans to um maybe for like different markets or something, maybe edit this into like a three hour movie or something. Huh. you know what I mean? yeah, like because you could trim a you could trim a lot of the the less seed the Jawas. was. I guess the jaw was kind of set up Nick Nolte, but um uh, Nolte, but uh, it just made me wonder about that. You know, the whole thing with um you know, space uh, Bobby Carnival, space son of Bobby Carnival. Right, you know that was that kind of had at least in this season had no impact. Space Carnival. But, uh, that sounds like Space Carnival. <laughs> what did you think of it? You sound like you were a little bit more hesitant. Uh, no, I liked it. I'm
1: I'm just surprised, pleasantly surprised to hear you say that you loved it. Uh, yeah,
0: I thought this was um, it, it, as good as the first episode, hmm. um, which to me was the best episode of the season. See, I was going to say I might agree that it was as good as the
1: first episode, but I the first episode wasn't my favorite. So, hmm. um, which one was your favorite? Um, I really liked two and, what was it, Six, Five? five? Two five and five. Five was the uh, space Sedaris. Okay, I liked, yeah. I like Jawas and I liked Amy Sedaris. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, that's one, one thing when uh, when he started assembling the team. I really thought when he, he they were like, it would be really great yeah. if you could have someone take care of that baby. And, and I, I was know. like, oh, perfect. They're going to bring back everyone. And then they totally skipped over Amy Sedaris. <laughs> I know. I was disappointed,
1: too yeah Um, yeah All right. let's step through it Um, it, it I love that it starts out again another reason why you could just jump in Um, this could have happened this could have been episode 4 is because it starts out with a little exposition message yeah Uh, Grief cargo just pops up and says like hey so I know you had uh, you know here's what happened
0: and uh, here's what we need to do here's the plot (laughs) for this one it's also, yeah, uh, overall in this episode, he reminded me a lot of like like if you were in a video game and he's like, right. congratulations, yeah. you made it this far. Now you have to go to this planet and find this guy. <laughs> but Press X to shoot. <laughs> it's like a, like a tutorial. <laughs> Carl Weathers is to, uh, the perf... You know how I, I always say that um, all those old British guys, you know, Alec Guinness, well, I guess specifically mm-hmm. Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee are... Um, and uh, and Ian McDermott are kind of great at doing that pulpy Star Wars dialogue and making it sound like it's uh, serious. And yeah. uh, Carl Weathers is almost like the anti that. Like he's great, he's perfect for reading Star Wars dialogue, but it just he's it's such a like a comic book way of speaking. You know what I mean? He really embraces the comic book bookiness yeah, of it. Yeah, totally. So uh, he's the perfect comic, perfect balance of awesome and totally corny. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I mean that uh, in in a positive way. Yeah,
1: no, I I I, I agree, and I love uh, I like having him in this. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, they, they, so he he pops up and basically says like, "Hey, guess what? We're getting the band back together." Well, no, he he says he lays out the plot, which then Mandalorian interprets as, "Well, great, now we're going to get the band back together."
0: Yeah. It's like so he was invited to go to a party and said, "Oh, you know what? I'll invite five of my friends with me too, and they're animals. Right? And they're animals, or the, and they are animals, and they're t h e i r animals. Okay. in this case, right. the blurgs. Right? Um. Yeah. So as
1: soon as he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do this," and then you know the first thing it, it's like, "Return to the village," and I'm like, "Oh no, like." <laughs> I, it, it's funny how how like i didn't i really need to go back and watch that episode again because i like just in my head it's become so much of a thing mm-hmm. it, it, you know it's it, it's my esteem for it hasn't changed but just talking about it so much has just built it up to be this like ugh.
0: it's funny in because i've been uh i've been watching them with my brother and mm-hmm. uh, but we, we're several episodes behind and so we watched the first uh, three together, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to?" So four is the 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 Seven Samurai, right? Uh, yeah, four is the yeah the village. Yeah, and so four is the next one up on deck. And my brother's like, "Hey, do you want do you want to watch the next episode of Man and I am like, "You know what? Mm. You can go ahead and watch that one without me. I'll I'll watch the next one." <laughs> so I don't. I keep hoping he's gonna do it, so I don't have to watch it again. <laughs> but uh, watching it with my brother is kind of like watching it. I imagine when people get excited when they watch it with their kids, because my brothers right. know that much about, so, so he's, I get this kind of become like expert. a child. Exactly. He has the mind of a child. That's truly there wonderful. You know. mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, back to the village. Um, I forgot what was
1: that? Uh, did we confirm that that was, um, wasn't it the same, the same Rodian Chihito or whatever? Oh, I didn't notice the Rodian. Um, Chihito <laughs> Something like that? I don't know. Um That would be I'm, funny I'm trying if to... the
0: orange Rodian was named Cheeto Cheeto <laughs> Rodian
1: Uh Star Wars Rodian characters, let me look it up. This is fascinating for the Um let's see, Rodian So yeah, we we go back to the bar. Um, mm-hmm. on the, in the village, and and uh, Cara Deune is still hanging out there, and um, she is fighting. Oh, Chusido, <laughs> Chu Chu Chusido. That's it. <laughs> um, let's say Chusido. Yes, she joined the Bounty Hunters Guild, and uh she resided in a cantina on Navarro.
2: Huh.
1: Oh no, no, she was killed trying to attempt to reclaim the child. She was. One of the gang in the third episode who was trying to get one of the when all the bounty hunters stepped out and were trying to get, um, you know, before the the cavalry showed up. That's this, that's not this Rodian, not this Rodian, hmm, not the Rodian. So, but is there a Rodian in the scene? There is a Rodian in the scene. I I definitely saw like a blondish Rodian. Okay, um, I just don't know who, uh, who it is now, I thought in the well, back of my head. I was like, wait, didn't we see that blonde Rodian from Solo, A Star Wars Story now available on Blu-ray and digital? Well, I'm going to okay. say go ahead and we name it Cheeto then. Okay. Cheeto it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Cheeto it is. Um, yeah, so they go, go to the bar. They see, uh, you know, the, she's fighting. Typical kind of, uh, you know, like tough person, you know, showing off that somebody's a tough um character they're fighting in a bar mm-hmm um
0: and they uh they're like tethered together with like a laser beam
1: yeah it's kind of like beat it video <laughs> except with lasers <laughs> um and she's fighting a, a, a zabrak right
0: mm-hmm.
1: looks like a um and the the um um let's see they're having a fight and it's a typical kind of like bar fight thing and it looks it's almost like it's a little bit like when marion is, is drinking the other guy under the table except just that they're yeah. fighting instead of drinking mm-hmm. and then you know mandalorian comes back and he says hey would you uh you want to do this thing and she's like no way i'm happy here and he's like but they, they're imperials and she's like all right who do i kill
0: now and, between um, this between this scene and uh rouge one uh in minutes mm-hmm. that are coming up uh I feel, <clears throat> I feel like I've complained about this trope of let's show how tough the lady is by showing her beating up a big tough guy. I feel like that happens now in, like, everything. And, uh... You know what? I, I've turned a corner on it because I'm like, well... Uh, women have had to watch women. First of all, women in real life and women in movies have gotten their, been on the receiving end of way more violence than uh, than they've dished out. Right. So I imagine it's probably it's probably some visceral thrill for to for a woman to wa- get to watch a uh, woman beat up a guy. So uh, mm. you know what? Have at it, ladies. All right, there you go. It's just it, not for you, is what you're saying. You're fine with it, but it's not it's no. not meant for you. Not that it's not for me, but I kind of—it's kind of like when um, I was complaining about Padme being a uh, shallow character and and that she doesn't really have any character development or whatever. And a uh, woman on the Swimmels pointed out that there are so few that there were so few female, you know, badasses in the Star Wars universe that any little nugget, any little crumb, they would like they could pour into Padme whatever fantasies they had about, you know cool tough ladies so uh, so it's more yeah so again it's not for me I guess I'm just sort of it's not not for me that makes it sound like it's anyway I turned the corner on it I'm fine with it Swimmels for those listening at home who don't know is the Star Wars Minute Listener Society which is a yeah, on
1: um, Facebook. private group on Facebook if you want to check that out um, yeah lots of good discussions like this happen uh, there and I I, I agree. I, I see where you're coming from. Um, well, interestingly, well, that, that's a good time to mention that the um, this is the first time that at the end when I saw that it was a uh, uh, it was Deborah Chow who returned. She had, she did the third episode. Um, mm-hmm. which I didn't care for as much. I liked this a lot more than that. And I was yeah so happy that uh, you know I've been having this issue of being like oh, I didn't care for that one that much. Oh that, that, really? That was a uh, you know,
0: well, but, so again, you shouldn't we'll... pay attention to it. you shouldn't pay attention to who the director is. You should just judge it on its own merits. I do, and then at the end, when I'm like, oh, I don't want to get lumped in.
1: You know, like the one that I liked the least was, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard, and then the but you know, it's not. Um, I'm I'm yeah. I was pleasantly, not surprised because that makes it sound like whoa but uh, I was pleased to f- see that Deborah Chow returned for this one, and and I found this one much more um, to my tastes.
0: Um, yeah, I wonder how much of that was, how much of it is, like, they gave, uh, uh, you know, Bryce Howard, like, the weakest script, because right. she's, like, the, the most novice of the directors, so they gave her one that was fairly simple, you know, it's all more or less based in that planet, it's not right. a huge amount of special effects, so, uh, yeah, so maybe uh, maybe that was part of it. Could be. Whereas, you know, you get Dave Filoni, and uh, I don't know what Deborah, mm-hmm. what has Deborah Chow done before this? Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I will. People can look it up uh, on IMDb. That's what I'm doing. Um, uh, she uses the term. We get another, um, Star Wars insult. Uh, mud scuff. Mud- I can't read if I wrote mud scuffers or mud sluffers.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: I think She's it was- scuffers, right? Scuffers. She's like, Hey, what's any? Oh yeah. There you go. Pay up mud scuffers. So uh, continue. What's your? How does that rank in the Nerf Herders, Moof Milkers, Mud Scuffers uh, <laughs> pantheon of blank blankers? Uh, it's
1: fine. It's a little, uh, you know, a little samey. Um, yeah. I think we we need a good uh, we need a good one
0: one syllable Star Wars insult. Yeah, even if you just said like pay up scuffers. Like that, yeah, I think still. the context would be uh, yeah, would be enough. Um, well, unless they start mixing it up and be like move move scuffers, <laughs> <laughs> move you, huggers,
1: yeah, nerf milker, <laughs> um, it's not for nothing. Um, uh, yeah. So then they uh they they um are having a conversation and then sudden so the ship kind of starts to. Shake and rattle and roll, and they realize that uh, um, Baby Yoda has been playing with the controls, and so they're like, you know what, we need somebody to watch this thing. Mm-hmm. Got anybody you can trust? And then not Amy Sedaris, which is sad, but uh, at least a good, you know, a, a totally um, acceptable runner-up. So oh, I, yeah, I thought, gonna, I thought they were definitely I thought they were going to use him more for an action. Role, but um uh, but yeah, instead of Amy Sedaris, it's it's um, it's Ugnolty, mm-hmm. and so they go to Ugnolty's house and they explain what's up, and um, he he ag- agrees to help, uh, and that well, th- speaking of new Star Wars lore lingo, oh, yeah, we
0: get a whole bunch of cool world building in this bit.
1: There's in, in talking about um. Their backgrounds they're talking about how, how um, Ugnolty says he was an indentured servant to the empire, mm-hmm. and we know that uh, Cara Dune was a rebel um, shock trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- they use the term because, like, I think he's implies at one point that she may be like, Oh, is she a clone? and she says something like, I, I forgot
0: exactly how it's set up, but they use the term strand cast. Well, yeah. Ugnolty um, sh- looks at Baby Yoda and says, uh, "It hasn't grown okay. much," which I thought was very funny. Um, and then he, then they start. Ta- it seems like they're talking about whether or not uh, it, could, it is a clone because that's, uh, that's it. he says, yeah. "Oh, it hasn't grown much," and then Mandalorian says, "Oh, he's a. I think he might be a strand cast." And okay. then um, Nick Nolte denies it. He says that uh, that baby Yoda looks too evolved. He looks evolved, too ugly, which is very funny <laughs> considering <laughs> that right. you know, it's coming from Nolte. But uh, yeah, and then he says this one, on the other hand, looks like she came from the Sido the caves of Nora. <laughs> yeah, you remember Nora so uh yeah so how common is cloning and uh engin- you know bioengineering in this uh world it suddenly seems like it's a lot more common that the fact that all these the two different characters are, seem to have a casual knowledge about cloning you know a s- strand cast it was a it was a pretty common thing right even at, at
1: like at the time of attack of the clones you mean it was recognized like oh yeah like Caminos are good cloners
0: right but you they know, lived kind of outside the galaxy like it was a kind of shady you know like underground kind of opera like it wasn't something that was in the republic so it seemed like it was a kind of like maybe frowned upon kind of thing so uh, but mm. you know maybe once the empire took over they're just like hey unlimited cloning for everyone we're gonna, cl- we're gonna bring back <laughs> cloning anyway <laughs> So uh, yeah, so I found that to be very uh, to be very fascinating that we learned this, mm-hmm. and they seem to be implying that he's not a clone, which is of course one of the right. big uh, fan theories going around. Right. Um. And then we also discover that
1: uh, that Ugnolty salvaged and reprogrammed IG Eleven.
0: Yeah, uh, he it's his butler. I love I love this part of the story. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the the like, uh,
0: training montage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so uh it's just being so funny that an auggnaut is teaming up with Idea you know, retraining an I-G-88 basically to uh to and uh you know, watching I-G-88 learn and stuff. And plus it's it's also fascinating given our kind of um ongoing discussion about the rights of droids and yeah, you know, are, totally. are they life forms, etc. It's a weird uh He does mention some kind of like like something had to be in accordance with, you know, it's like salvage rights or so. Like it wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't, um. He staked him his... as, was, I take staked him as my own in accordance with the charter of the new republic. Yeah.
1: It, it, so it's not like, it, it has nothing to do with his personal rights as, as, a, as an individual, IG 11. It, it, it's, it's like right. it's mineral rights to, to this character.
0: Maybe that's the same, um, that's the same kind of, um, argument that the jawas would use that you know right they're re, re, you know re uh staking them as their own maybe it's like in the, like in the uh you know you have to place a, a in the uh a notice in the newspaper or something just you, you know oh, right, one of those right, kind right, of yeah. le- legal situations where you're like right. i found this ig11 droid now i everyone has 90 days to to uh, to claim it if it's uh, mm-hmm. if it's you know otherwise uh, it gets uh the other thing is, how long has I don't know how long. Uh, this seems to imply that a lot of time has passed since the Mandalorian was there. Like oh, all all this training montage happened, and that's, that's true. I, well, I guess he was on uh, he was probably on the Sanctuary world for a while, so mm. long enough to develop relationships with people. Yeah, and so so maybe that was when uh, the bulk of this was. But yeah, I love that shot of of him cradling uh, IG Eleven in his arms, very. Yeah. Uh, yeah i would
1: still like to uh somebody to i think we requested this for something else but i would love to see somebody um take those scenes and uh put them put a a classic 80s training montage song over them Mm -hmm. um you know like um was the one that i always say rock until you drop or uh Mm -hmm. um what's the one from revenge and the nerds
0: i can't remember I always just go with Rocky, the the lazy easy reference,
1: right? Or or yeah, uh, Hearts of Fire, not Hearts of Fire, but Hearts on Fire, from mm-hmm. from Rocky was up four. Uh, Revenge of the not fifth, Nerds, and Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, oh yeah, put one foot in front of the other, and that's it. <laughs> one foot in front of the other. <laughs>
0: From *Revenge of the, the Nerds*. Uh, oh, I think you meant from the uh, Santa Claus story. The uh, no, no, no. That's what I always think of.
1: That—that's completely the one that I want. Is somebody somebody do take the training nope. montage of *IG 11 and put one foot in front of the other from *Revenge of the Nerds* over it? And I'm going to request Yakity sacks. <laughs> <laughs> that's dis-
0: disqualified by default. Yeah, so it also, you know, it it's kind of it kind of underlines a lot of the theme for this uh, the whole series, I guess. A lot of the conversation in this one because here IG-11 is a former assassin droid being, like you said, remade as a butler. Uh, Ugnolty is a former, you know, imperial uh, you know engineer guy, you know, starting off as a farmer, you know, rebuilding his life as a farmer. So it's kind of, uh, uh, you know. And then obviously the, like the Mandalorian it seems like the Mandalorian is kind of going to have to make a choice as to whether or not mm-hmm. to, to continue this uh Anyway, we'll we'll get to it. Um yeah.
1: And then so, uh so, then they set off. The the uh the says we're, we're bringing the we're bringing the animals. And then they all of them are in the
0: in the ship on their way there. Uh um, oh, Wait, can I rewind for one second? Please. The scene where he was helping IG-88 ID11 um uh I was thinking it would have been when I always I was imagine when Va- when Anakin first got into the Vader suit that he would have been much more like mm. like like not able to, you know, he has you'd have to basically go to like physical therapy and to learn how to use that robot body. So I was imagining it's almost it's almost uh heartbreaking to imagine like Anakin having to learn how to use the suit you know and falling over and not being good at it but instead of being <laughs> under the kind positive tutelage of Ugnolti, he's under the cruel like uh you know cruel whip of uh, palpatine who would no mm. doubt love you know humiliating right. him and, and and pointing out how bad he is at it so yeah, stand there uh, like, cackling and walk, yeah, exactly. walk away from him let him sort it out himself yeah whoops <laughs> <laughs> watch out for the lightning mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, it just made me even more sad for poor Anakin that he never mm. got to have a good uh, he never got to have a good mentor. Yeah. Uh anyway, so they go they go in the ship and uh with the blurgs. Yeah,
1: they get on the ship with the blurgs. They're hanging out in there.
0: Were you disappointed and, uh, at this point that's um Space Bobby Carnival's son wasn't in one of the guys called back for this? Like he was he he got killed. Would you've liked to see him as part of the crew? um kind of Mhm. Interesting, I don't know.
1: I did I liked him enough that I think I would have. But um
0: I guess it would have been I, too much like it, can you trust him or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I, don't, I wouldn't like want it's... to see that whole thing be another subplot. It didn't need a subplot. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad I would I would much rather you know in terms of people that are uh well since this is the crew and then obviously they um they that a meet back up with grief carga. Um mm-hmm. who are the other characters that we've met that were not in the crew that you would like to see?
0: Well, Amy Starris, as mentioned. Right. right. Uh I mean, can we throw some Jawas in there? Was <laughs> like a fire?
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of other characters that we've met that, uh, like, you maybe somebody. For, I was especially because I I watched the previously on The Mandalorian this time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they showed a little bit of the, the the crew from last episode. So I'm like, it was yeah, a little interesting that nobody nobody from the the little band of outlaws came back. Yeah, that
0: was that was um, surprising. Although narratively that makes sense that they wouldn't. Um, or, you know, who else? Uh, I'm surprised they didn't, because they kind of set up that the, um, in the sanctuary, that, that um, the mother of that kid had some kind of, like, right. you know, she was a crack shot, so that they easily mm-hmm. could have come up with some excuse to bring her back, but. Right. Um, yeah, who um, else is
1: there? Maybe um, Blue Horatio
0: Sands. <laughs> We don't get any doctor, uh, doctor, what doctor? What's his name? Pershing. Doctor Pershing. Oh like, right, right, right. The, the clone guy, the, uh, the right. Camino. Yeah. in Wait, the Camino in. He has the Camino, you know, badge oh, on his
1: right, right
0: On his, right. sure, he wasn't a Camino in, but or who knows? But um... I got well, excited anyway, so for a next... second. I thought there was an actual Camino in, but yeah. So they're
1: they're in the ship and they're they're hanging out and they're passing the time. As uh, as many a a small press com- uh, comedian, small press cartoonist might, uh, they're passing the time by arm wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, 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 Baby Yoda does not uh, he 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 he. he uh, it's like the kind of thing. It's always fun until someone loses an eye. He pushes it too far.
1: Yeah, well, I, I love that he's like a dog.
0: <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like he doesn't get that
1: it's a game. He sees that uh, somebody's hurting his owner. Yeah. And so he uses his uh his abilities to uh, to take them
0: out. oh uh, yeah, with it, a with a uh, with a force joke. Which yeah. uh which um you know, if Ray God forbid Ray had done that, everyone would have been like, gk can force joke, you got to be trained, the only sith <laughs> you know so uh are you are you only discussing
1: star wars with the with gold prospectors from the from the 19th century
0: <laughs> that's where i was last week i was oh, right. i was i was in uh, san francisco in 1848 or so okay right so um oh uh, yeah but anyway so uh yeah, you had to get CEO yoda force choke which mm-hmm. uh interesting you know, yeah we assume that this is not a trained thing but we don't know mm-hmm. Yeah, the the force it's the will of the force, right? Right. Well yeah, um, is he just a baby doing kind of like if if a baby had the force, how how terrible would that be if an infant could actually use the yeah. power of the force because everyone would be uh would be uh, dead. Yeah. But, um, um uh, yeah. yeah it, it, so interesting.
1: Interesting powers, interesting um usage. Um part of me I know it makes sense for um You know, I know it makes sense for the, for the plot that uh, she isn't, but uh, I would, uh, I would kind of almost like to see it. Like what would happen if he actually did kill her? Then it's like, what would they do? (laughs) Yeah. Like that would be more, that would be interesting for the, for the play out of the, uh, you know, that'd be more, that's more of a kind of a. I don't know. I mean you now that, you know, Game of Thrones, people just seem to die randomly. So that would be an interesting kind of a thing that you know, they're getting they're putting the band back together and all of a sudden, you know, Baby Yoda accidentally kills one of them.
0: That could have been a good way to get rid of Space Bobby. They could have brought him back like as a red shirt specifically just to get killed by Baby Yoda. Mm. Um I think that would I think that would um that would be too um they couldn't do it. You can't have yeah. Baby Yoda kill, uh, choke someone to death. Yeah, <laughs> just, too just, much marketing uh, behind that. Yeah, yeah, that's just not going to. Uh, um. So, uh, so interestingly, also um, the, when they all start talking about, oh my gosh, how did he do that? What? And then Ugnolty um, says, like, I've heard rumors about seemingly here's your rumors about the Force. Now, Nick Nolte has been around; they imply for several hundred years. Mm-hmm. Most of that time the Jedi were the were the guardians of peace in the old republic. Why would right. the force be just a rumor? And it made me wonder if maybe is Palpatine using some did he use some kind of like mind wipe to to kind of like to, to shore up his power? Did he kind of send out some kind of like uh you know psychic everyone forget about the force kind of uh that would certainly explain mm. a lot of pupils who were around during the force's heyday not remembering it somehow but yeah. i know that's all part of sheev's plan <laughs> you know? mm. so uh but again guess uh, if why do these people not remember this uh maybe he was because he was so deep although he would have been i don't know, I don't know. Yeah, he was only I, with the Empire for twenty years. It's not like he could have, you know. I was like, well, maybe he just was never exposed to it because he was a slave of the Empire. But he was only a slave of the Empire for the end of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anywho, I, it's best if you don't think about the time, the time frames of things. Right.
0: Well, no, I just try um, to come up with a reason why they do it. And so far, the Palpatine uh, memory, uh, the the Palpatine uh, Palpatine roofie is the best. best. Right. Mm-hmm. Re- what was the one in uh, what do they call it in development? Oh yeah. Forget me Now. <laughs> For, forget me now. Um Yeah, so
1: then we uh we land on the planet. Uh we've gone back to this is Navarro, right? Navarro. Yeah. We've yeah. gone back to Navarro. Navarro. Um Grief is there with his his little gang.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, None of whom seem to have names. I was trying to look them up. They, they haven't been named yet. It's been almost 12 hours and nobody's named
0: these guys. I don't understand. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'll throw out one thing that I was thinking of during these scenes that um, mm-hmm. I on was thinking breakfast? that on, on the slim chance that the um, that uh, there's one of the bounty hunter guys looks at first I thought he looked like that guy Hondo. Do you know him from the yeah, yeah he's a he, character from the Clone, clone yeah, Wars he, and from Rebels. He welcomed
1: me to the uh, the Millennium Falcon ride.
0: <laughs> yes, that's that. why I was thinking, because I was like, well, oh, that seems like a very th- kind of thing to do to work him into a live-action movie, a live-action mm-hmm. series, and I love the idea that he was this big character in the Clone Wars and Rebels, and then he just dies in some tiny little... I, I feel <laughs> like that would be such a, such a realistic thing. You know what I mean? We all expect all the main characters to have big dramatic deaths, but you know. Yeah. Everyone who gets gunned down in these every, every faceless guy who gets gunned down in these in these series is like a character, so, uh, yeah, so have I, but a Yeah. Yeah. But it is not him, it's a different uh, uh Hondo is a Hondo is a Nikto. Whereas right. uh this this guy is a Clatu. No, this guy's a Nikto. Oh maybe even un- Hondo is a unidentified Klatu. Nikto bounty hunter. Okay. Then maybe maybe Hondo is a Klatu. Oh wait, I got right here. Uh oh yeah they, they it's so confusing Clatu is a Nikto yeah Clatu
1: is, is a Nikto Clatu <laughs> Kla, brought a Nikto three Clatu
0: is a Nikto <laughs> they used to all be different characters didn't they Yeah they are I mean was it one yeah. named Clatu one named Barada one named Nikto Yeah but oh, Nikto oh, is times. a Klaatu. A weak way. That's what um, Hondo is. Hondo's a Hondo's, oh, Hondo's a weak a, way. <laughs> Hondo's a weak way. <laughs> um, so uh, yes, yeah. They meet up with those guys,
1: right? And,
0: and
1: they, uh, go camping. they yeah they 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 agree to make their way over. That the uh, grief cargo has a plan. That they're going to go in. They're going to uh, they're going to bring the the Mandalorian and the the uh, the the baby to back to to Werner Herzog and then they're gonna blast their way out and then uh, grief is gonna give Mandalorian some money and make sure everything's cool because right now they're
0: he can't get any business done because the Empire's
1: uh, making it tough
0: all on him. Uh, I, I one note I forgot to mention earlier. Can I can I rewind mm, sure. for a second? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the scenes the the kind of um, tension of. Uh, IG11 just kind of staring, and you're never sure, like if he's going to, you know, because I guess right. you're feeding on the the Mandalorian's paranoia that that IG11 will, you know, remember who he is or whatever. But mm-hmm. um I like that IG11 and Baby Yoda are almost like similar. Like Baby Yoda was protecting the Mandalorian, and so choked her, and IG11 is kind of like uh the is null. He's um. Like bodyguard, you know what I mean? So there's always like this, there's this, uh, I guess, like, uh, fiercely loyal, uh, powerful thing at either one of their disposals. Fiercely loyal, but not necessarily good at reading subtext and, 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 uh, you know, things like that. So, uh, yeah, that's just a, that a neat parallel. Anyway, back yeah. to the, um, back to the, uh, the, uh, the night attack of the flying winged creatures. Did you find out anything about those guys? No, you know what?
1: There's there's a lot of uh, data missing, which is uh, again, it's been almost 12 hours, guys. <laughs> it's been a day. What are we gonna what's, name? What's up? going on? What are we? Uh, well, we got. Well, um, I got. Uh, we've got two things to name here, because there's um, first there's uh, well when when grief sees finally lays his eyes on Baby Yoda, he says, "What a precious little creature!" In such a funny way that I I really like. <laughs> like he's. He's delivering it in a perfect way that you can't tell if he's being <laughs> sincere or not. Like yeah. he's like, "What a precious little creature!" Like, in a,
0: I, can't do a good Carl Weathers, but uh, mm-hmm. it's almost it's, like he's on. Um, he's wearing a wire, and he wants someone who's listening to know that he's seeing the pretty yeah. creature. <laughs>
1: um. But yeah. They're, they're, so on their way to the before they camp out, they pass through the lava fields of Navarro. Pretty cool, and they see uh, there's this weird. Um, creature that kind of runs by um, which looks like it had hair that's been burnt off because it lives on lava mm-hmm. um, almost like a like a, I wrote lava yak question mark like a mini like a like a dwarf yak uh-huh um, what's the what not there a name there's a kind of a weird animal that's a yak that's like a dwarf yak right probably miniature yak domestic yak dwarf lulu breed that's it so lulu. <laughs> mm. um can you milk a yak can you eat a yak what do you call a female it, yak
0: are you there does yaks it only in colorado have, uh, does it only have three legs
1: uh i did not catch that part i was looking at the burnt hair which looked like why would that thing
0: evolve there unless it was just left there or wandered into it i think uh it only has three legs the hmm. tripod animal
1: Hmm.
0: Unless the, unless one leg is blocking one, but that does seem like a very Star Warsy thing to do to have an animal with,
1: yeah, three legs, With
0: three legs on fire. Um. Well, so yeah, speaking of on fire, that so then <laughs> they. I also I want to comment on the fact that you that you imagine someone left it there and like, when they first dropped it off, it had a thick, luxurious, you know, coat. Yeah. Of hair it had four <laughs> it legs and, a, and a
1: big bushy coat of, of fur. <laughs> Answer is still lucky.
0: <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> then they do camp out there's a night scene where they're uh, they're 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 talking they're they're um um kind of going over the plan and uh and I think it was, what what's the 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 pre-punchline grief says so like nothing is going to go wrong or nothing could possibly <laughs> go wrong like or something like that <laughs> and then they get attacked by like night dragons um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know exactly what the I, I don't see them being. The, I think on the the page for this episode is just like like there's frustratingly unidentified creature in parentheses mm. first appearance and it's not clickable. Wow, which means there's no entry for it. Um, and so
0: I I don't know what um
1: I don't know do what to call them.
0: Out, do you think uh, yeah. at the end of it they'll come out with like a visual guide? I bet they will. Hmm, maybe. And then, then by that time they'll go back in and fill in all those, you know. They don't want to put anything on Wikipedia. They don't want to put it out now because it might spoil things that are coming up. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if after it was done, they uh, right. They came out with a uh, visual guide. Anyway. Well, I'd like so to let's what the name these creatures because they're yeah, they're yeah. Uh, I say since they have wings, we somehow hmm. make it a wings song. Oh, okay. I thought you were going like, to say
1: something with like Nightwing or something,
0: but that's no, no. I was going to say you know like um, like the Beastie Boys, kind of like that, like like the um, like I- I- ill Nasty or or uh, <laughs> you um, know all those uh, Beastie Boys references,
1: right? And like Mull of we'll call them Yeah, Malivkan. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect. <And> then, <laughs> perfect. Or Mamunias. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. The um, oh yeah. So so uh, Carl Weathers uh, gets injured, mm, seemingly yeah. fatally so, because they poison when they when they bite or scratch or whatever it is. Yeah. They
1: well, f- one of the ways that the I had a problem with the one of the ways that the Mandalorian titular Mandalorian tries to fight them off is he uses his flamethrower again, which is cool. But these creatures are from a lava field, like. I don't think that would
0: work on them, but it seems to. They fly away while on fire. I was uh, going to say, actually, it seems almost like a running gag because I don't think, uh, uh, except for me, one stormtrooper, I don't think any car- creature was ever actually <laughs> hurt by everything. I feel right. like every time he does the fire, it doesn't, uh, it does mm-hmm. not look good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it does certainly does look cool and encourages kids to play with fire.
1: Exactly. Um...
0: Yeah, but Carl so they, Weathers seems like he's going to die.
1: Yeah, there's there's one point where uh I they're 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 all looking at it. They're all worried. I think he either he says or Cara Dune says like, "Oh, the poison's spreading fast." And like, I love that the hired goons just like look at each other like, "Oh," like <laughs> they have this look of like, "Well, now what are we going to do?" Especially because they had been talking about you know not not those guys, but the the main gang had been talking about all right. Once the if you take out the lead imperial. The other ones are all scattered once they realize that their you know their yeah. their commanding officer is gone their their paycheck is gone whatever and so once um, grief is just like you know like they're like oh, he he might die then the 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 hired goons are just kind of
0: like Mm-mm. yeah so that was a good bit of uh, of um, yeah. background char- no, characterization you know it uh, yeah nice details
1: um, and then we get which I what I thought was a brand new. Force power, which bothers me, but it it turns out it's not
0: entirely brand new. It's the first time on on uh, on screen, right? Or was it on the? Was it in? Was the first time live action <laughs> appearance, right? Um, it e, apparently,
1: um, oh, so I just read something that could be uh, so it, it canonically that it, it was the. The first appearance was in uh, Star Wars Uprising, which was a mobile game. Oh, okay. Um, It's a a mobile game that uh, came out in 2015 for iOS and Android. And it's uh, set after the events of uh, Return of the Jedi, or the aftermath of the Battle of Endor. And uh, hmm. seems like an interesting thing to play in. Um, but yeah that was officially the first appearance and then this um,
0: is the only other time that that happens um, for now well they kind of they kind of hinted at it uh, earlier in the season when uh, the titular Mandalorian got wounded and remember baby yeah. Yoda kept climbing out of his uh, crib to kind of uh, yeah he seemed like he was going to uh, try to do something I gotta say I got, my prospect my prospector friend, he was he was so happy to see this, but if Ray had done this, he would have flipped out.
1: <laughs> see, like this weirdly, as much as I hate Force Creep and, and other force mm. powers, like kind of out of the blue, um, this makes a little bit of sense to me. Because it's basically, you know, it's more in tune with the the living force kind of thing. You know, it's like a body thing. Mm -hmm. um you know it's an energy field created by all living things and so when it's living thing you know it's like i don't know uh, something about it makes a little bit more sense to me than let's say you know force push and force run and jedi jump and all that garbage
0: yeah weirdly the fact that um that yoda is a baby makes it more acceptable than if a you know if they had had a you know, Ahsoka Tano do it, I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh boy, that seems like if they had an adult Jedi do it, I would have been like net mad. But because well, I guess because when the baby does it, you're like, well, this just must, this is almost just like a miracle baby. You know what I mean? It's right. like this thing is so imbued with the Force it can basically do you know things that no other uh, only Master Yoda has midi that high.
1: Write that sentiment down and put it in your pocket and save it for a day or two. <laughs>
0: Uh, it does make you wonder if um, uh, Yoda, if um, Anakin, since he was so powerful, if he could have healed himself, hmm. if he had been uh, trained in the Jedi arts.
1: Oh, I, I'm I'm assuming that one can't heal themselves. Hmm. Why is that? Um, I don't know. It just seems like you know, just the way the way that Havoc's blasts don't affect Cyclops. I'm <laughs> assuming. That there's there's some kind of like loophole there where you can't just heal yourself constantly. You can't so pardon yourself, be, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like, like I'm sure maybe Sheev could have healed Anakin,
0: but that also doesn't seem like it would be a. It seems like if you're majoring in Sith, that healing is not a. Yeah, that's true. That's not one right. of their one of their uh, their disciplines,
1: right? But Obi Wan could have healed Anakin <laughs> after the lava battle. Yeah. That's why he
0: hit. That's why Anakin was so bad.
1: Yeah. Well, he would. Yeah, if he hadn't, you know, he was about to. He was like, "Oh, now I'm gonna heal you." He's like, "I hate you." He's like, "Well, fine, I'm gonna (laughs) heal you now."
0: (laughs) And I'm gonna steal your lightsaber.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. Then we get. uh, Well, we the uh, that after that attack, then the next, uh, then the kind of uh, grief carga turns the page. He, uh, he was, he, he turns on his men, kills them, his hired goons, goons, hired goons. Um, and he lets everybody know that the the original plan was to just, you know, he was leading them into a trap. Um, the dragnet traps are for criminals. And, uh, the, 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 he, he was like, all right, now let's, let's do something else. Um, and uh, Cara Dune does in fact say it's a trap. Mhm. Um, which is I'm, I'm assuming she's quoting um famed um you know military leader um mm-hmm. Admiral Akbar. Um it's like
0: if somebody Actually, was like this... walking out and they're like I shall return. Oh yeah. That was like the title of his memoirs. <laughs> right. It's a trap, a life it's a fish <laughs> by what is it like Jial Giles <laughs> Jial, <Jial's> Akbar. <laughs> um the uh the bit with uh grieve grief that's his name grief is the word grief uh <laughs> it reminded me uh of uh empire strikes back when lando is trying to when 3po is trying to convince them to trust lando you know trust him because he's like hey yeah. listen he kind of spills the plan out, tells him what's going on, and uh, it's a kind of weird uh, reflection of that, because you have an Ugnaut there, you have a guy who looks just like Boba Fett there, <laughs> so it's oh, kind yeah. of like a, a strange, uh, you know, uh, and a tough, tough uh, brunette lady.
2: <laughs>
0: and uh, farting animals. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he convinces them the, the Mandalorian says, well, this is the only way to do it. We have to get rid of, right. of Werner Herzog yeah so then
1: they they go uh they they pull the old okay, I captured you plan mm
0: hmm but their tales so they're, old as time yeah they're they're what do you story the percentages is, is? Hmm? what are the percentages of actual prisoners versus people who are doing <laughs> daring uh plans right it's like that that
1: far side cartoon with the the wolf pulls off the sheep <laughs> costume head and it's like, Wait yeah. a minute, is anybody here a real sheep' <laughs> that kind of a thing like everybody in the yeah. prison is just
0: like oh no i'm i'm just here under a ruse yeah like that guy who the guy who says uh, where are you taking this thing was right. actually another undercover person who was actually trying to break someone else out and was covering yeah. for their people who were in the uh, the cell doors <laughs> but i didn't know what a Wookiee was
1: right he was trying to get somebody out of uh ab23 um <laughs> the um yeah so they the their their story is cara dune captured the mandalorian Mm -hmm. brought her to grief and grief is bringing him bringing him in and basically for her like she's playing she's playing the role of a hunter not a bounty hunter i guess but like somebody who maybe is looking to almost like uh like ganaval like somebody Mm -hmm. who's trying to make their name and so captured the the titular
0: mandalorian and they kept making a big deal about um her covering up her stripes. Yes. They mentioned it two times, which made me think it was going to come into play, but it did not well, come into
1: play anywhere. There's still yeah. one episode left. So. Um, yeah, they made a, a big deal out of that. and But she also still seems to have that little kind of like uh rebel insignia fake birthmark or whatever. Yeah. You notice that? Like the little like, kind of like dot near her eye, which seems to be a little rebel thing. Yeah, a little uh, alliance symbol. That's what I thought they were going to say when they were like, oh, you're going to have to cover up your tattoo. Like, I thought they meant that for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, they mean those those kind of red stripes all around her arm, which I guess is yeah. some kind of uh, indicator of having spent time as a rebel uh, shock trooper. Um, They get stopped by uh, biker scouts. Um, I love how casual biker scouts look when they're mm-hmm. just kind of off duty almost like they're, they're totally the you know like the grunts the the regular stormtroopers have to look a lot more like at attention and the biker scouts are just kind of you know they're almost like like teamsters or something they're like oh, i'm not well, on the they, clock they ride
0: right. motorcycles for crying out loud yeah, they're I the know. coolest uh the coolest guys <laughs> <laughs> um which is cooler gr- who gets more chicks or they or uh who gets more anyway two back riders or scout troopers it's got to be it's got to be the scout yeah, troopers right? scout troopers come on well i mean you yeah. know it's like who you know it's like you just said like well,
1: who's you know cooler uh like you know bikers or equestrian riders <laughs> <laughs> and no offense to my equestrian friends but uh, yeah, i got to say i think you know traditional cool scale mm, bikers are going to be are going to beat you every time but sometimes perhaps literally
0: I remember um, learning that during the during the uh, American Civil War, um, when they were drafting people, and um, they were uh, all the people all the people who lived in the country were joining the army, where you had to walk around and mm. you know not on a horse. Right. And all the city folks were getting on horses, and because the country people knew what a pain in the ass it was to take care of a horse, so they're like, I don't want to ride a horse. So that's the dude. The guys who ride the ducats must like smell like ducat all the time. Right. Yeah. So uh, well. anyway, yeah. So they and they offered to buy the Mandalorian's helmet. Yeah, they they get stopped
1: and ask for a chain code, mm-hmm. which seems it, 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 it smacks of very uh, uh, you know late uh, very early twenty first century like you know blockchain kind of stuff like some kind of ID mm-hmm. thing. But um,
0: that come, that came up earlier in the season, didn't it? Th- there was some other thing
1: for ID that
0: like I, hmm. I I wish they would have just said ID both times, but it's like a. Um. Then everyone would have. Everyone would have complained that it wasn't, uh, Star Warsy enough.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm looking up
0: chain code in the Wookiee in, to see what the deal is.
1: But uh, yeah, I almost switched to my notes from last week. Um. Yeah, they go in and they they get stopped and um, on their way in, and finally they get cleared to go talk to um, Werner Herzog. Well, and- hold
0: on, you passed you passed one of the one of my favorite comedy moments where uh, the guy offers to buy his helmet and then he says, "Oh no, I'm I'm putting that on my wall." <laughs> right. And then the Mandalorian gets uh, your wall. <laughs> yeah, he said, like, "Roll with it." But that's <laughs> that. Like, I feel like he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. I don't know. I do like the way it played out, so I guess I can't I can't grumble with it. But uh, yeah seemed a bit underlined, him saying roll with it and everything, but or him even saying on your wall, but I guess it is funnier him reacting to it, so I'll let it slide. All right.
1: What I do like, uh, then we also cut to, like, it, it, basically you could, if you could distill this show into one thing that was like, all right, you need to impart the most information about this show while kind of so if you were like i can't you can't show any of this show to anybody you can only show like three seconds of the mandalorian to somebody who's seen all the other star wars movies but you're not allowed you're only allowed to show them three seconds of the mandalorian and um then they have to kind of see if they understand the show from that three Mm -hmm. seconds i think um a good candidate for that might be uh, Nick Nolte as an Ugnat holding a baby Yoda riding a blurg across a field of lava.
0: <laughs> I'm like, that's that's a pretty like the best Mandalorian as a gets. Yeah, like that that's pretty bold. <laughs> if you had told me everything led up to this, I'd be like, oh, all
2: right.
0: Yeah. Um, Luckily, they give it to you in dribs and drabs. So that when it, uh, when the whole thing comes together, you've, you've been so inoculated. to the, yeah. These crazy ideas that I'm like, this is normal. Yeah. Um. When they're walking down the street with Yoda's little um, thing, little mm -hmm. crib behind them, wouldn't mm -hmm. everyone have those? Wouldn't everyone be carrying their... It'd be like having a backpack that you didn't have to carry around, you know? It seems like everyone Mm -hmm. would have one of those things following them around. Oh, like not for babies. Not for babies necessarily, but just for like, oh, you know what? I went shopping and I put my groceries in there. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, people like... You know, we have like those carts, (laughs) you know? We have people there are um you know baby carriages and strollers and stuff and and people don't always mm-hmm. walk around with those and i guess because they take a little well, bit more manual effort you have to push them and stuff
0: you to push it you have to navigate it like yeah. that's the that's the but the people do
1: walk around that. with with those you know kind of uh grocery carts laundry carts whatever they're called, you know those kind of tall rectangle ones yeah mm-hmm. in the city so, cities
0: yeah yeah um, Maybe they were just invented. That's going to be my head canon. There are new inventions, so that's okay. why they haven't caught on yet.
1: Um, they have an interesting conversation with Werner Herzog where he's basically selling his... He's talking about why the Empire is good. Mm-hmm. And it's, we came across this a little bit in, uh, in the first couple of weeks that we started talking about Rogue One. Um, the point of view of empire supporters Mm -hmm. you know empire imperial loyalists in that it's making things better um for everybody and and the kind of well first of all i love uh, and uh, i might start calling it this i love that he's referring to um the the essentially the events of the original trilogy as the revolution
0: yeah i like that too
1: um and because uh, he says something about, you know, like are things better here since the revolution? Like do you feel, you know, things safer? Is it better for anybody? Um and uh but yeah, I, I love that he's kind of laying that out and it, it makes more sense for again. You were convinced. There there are things to be um you know, there's something absolutely to be said for just, you know, black and white kind of cartoonish villains. But um, there's also definitely, you know, I love seeing the okay. Well, why do these people? Why are they? Who's on the side of the empire, and why? You know, seeing these people that are like, okay, well, that's they just they're they believe in that. Uh, you know, like a little bit of uh, you know forced sacrifice is going to make things better for everybody.
0: Yeah, it forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting contrasting it with the. Uh, First order, right? Which is much more of a cartoony, you know, like uh, yeah. simplified. Right? I guess the yeah. I guess the original Empire was too. We it was just you know we are bad guys. Period. There was no there was like you said no no shades of gray in there. But um, uh, yeah, that, that's that's a really interesting. Um, this definitely seems more realistic, the fact that, A, you, once you overthrow the government, it's not like everyone's like, yay, okay, now we're back to normal, you know what I mean? It's like, that would re- be, that would, uh, you know. Yeah. It would it would ripple through everything. <laughs> it would just be like, okay, you know what, everything's more or less the same, except now we have a good guy running the, 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 the country, so. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You know, it, would be, it would be very tumultuous, so, yeah. Um, I love when Werner Herzog says, uh, So we are at the closing of our shared narrative. <laughs> Which is yeah. such a meta comment <laughs> to make <laughs> since his last appearance. You know? yeah. It's almost like he didn't, real- he didn't realize they were filming when he when he said that part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: something, of I mean, he offers them a drink, right? To like, celebrate the closing of their shared narrative. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, only one more episode left.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Did um, I mean... That's a wrap on Werner um <laughs> Peace out. Um, and then uh suddenly uh, um whole different uh ball game here. Suddenly there's uh, he gets a call from um uh, from Darth Bugging out. Uh no, Grand Moff bugging out. Mm-hmm. Um and uh he, he Says something about like yeah, it was the the package there? Is the baby there? And he says yes, it's sleeping. And he's like, better double check. And then all of a sudden, the the place just explodes with gunfire. Yeah, and we discover that uh, they've been mowed down by uh, by um, death troopers. Speaking of Rogue One, yeah, uh, those you know uh, shady special forces that uh, only do. Are, they're only sent out for projects that uh, might not be completely above board. Might not uh, want anybody to know about. Here's your Death Boy, and, if the,
0: and if the Empire's doing that, you know it's kind of <laughs> those guys got right. to be up some terrible stuff. <laughs> so they take out. You blew up that planet, but let's not tell anyone about that whole other thing,
1: right? Well that that's a whole different, you know, it's like well blowing up the planet is one thing but like sending people out to specifically kill certain types of people or certain people yeah. that we might
0: be, you know, might not necessarily be officially listed as enemies right now. Mhm. So uh, uh, before we get into the whole battle thing, uh two things mm-hmm. um I want to bring up. Uh we totally skipped over the fact that Death Star Droid is the bartender. Yes.
1: A Death Star Droid is a uh um Death Star droid. Yeah, it's what's that uh I I meant to look at uh I meant to write it down again but I I forgot I always forget what that model is called RA seven
0: there you go RA RA seven protocol droid um but I think it's a, it's a great subtle commentary on the state of the so called empire the fact that they don't have a bartending droid they have a Death Star droid that right. is making drinks like a totally inappropriate model for for a job of that sort so. Uh, mm. Yeah, I like that. I also like how it's running around panicking when everyone starts shooting each other.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, apparently... Finally, apparently, the, the the RA-7s themselves find that... Um, they find Death Star droid to be a derogatory term because only a small
0: hmm. percentage of that model actually worked on the Death Star. Well, you know what? I got an idea for you. Don't be a Death Star droid and I won't paint you with yeah. the same brush. How about that? Yeah, there you go. You shouldn't have been evil. <laughs> Nolte, back me up on this. <laughs> um... Well so the other so- question is it was so lucky that they got the phone call right when he wanted to open the pram so what was inside what would they've done if he had opened the pram what was inside the pram Mhm and I had three I had three options um was one of them spring snakes spring snakes okay boxing glove on a spring Mhm and then uh or Amy Sedaris pretending to be baby Yoda <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, I, hard to they, hard to figure out which one of those I like the most. <laughs> so, uh, any one of that would be like a that would be like Clue, where each, each there'd be a different version, and you'd know which version you were watching depending on what popped out of the pram when he uh, right. when he opened it. Mm. Um. Anyway, so back to uh, the fight. Lasers. Everyone's death. Death troopers show up.
1: Yeah, and and then more stormtroopers show up to to reinforce the death star the death troopers after they blow the whole place up mm-hmm. and what we were where were we just talking about this the the stormtrooper i feel like we're always talking about this to a certain extent every once in
0: a while but uh the the stormtroopers show up in an imperial troop transport i think in rouge one i was lamenting that they should have mm-hmm. been driving a troop transport instead of that tank right okay makes sense
1: well here, maybe, here it makes maybe- the most sense
0: Yes, because it is—it's their imperial troops being transported. I Smy beamed from ear to ear when I saw that. I'm I was sure. like, "Wow!" Uh, I even paused it to look to see if they replicated the buttons that were on top of it—the buttons you would push that would do mm-hmm. different Star Wars sounds. They no. did not, mm. but um, still, I love that the battery bag. compartment. Mm, I don't know that. I don't know if they had that. <laughs>
1: and were there were there stickers of different characters on the roof of the? Uh,
0: <laughs> they were they were very sloppily applied let me, let me read that. You think a seven-year-old must have done it but yeah cool uh cool tr- imperial troop transport there yeah absolutely I, I know it did appear in rebels so this is not their first appearance but
1: um right it's not the first radio of the imperial troop transport yeah uh
0: vehicles and vessels imperial troop transport there you know look at that yeah huh. um before the uh before the troop transport shows up you know they're in the bar and everything's shooting and uh i thought for sure that they were going to have ig11 show up to like save them because mm-hmm. i i, th- I thought it would be great if he if they like showed the bar and then he like slowly popped up from behind the bar because you know his head looks just like one of those uh those drink things you know I, you oh, know yeah. ig11's head looks just like one of the drink dispensers so like seeing him in that context would be very it would be a funny uh no totally little, uh Lampshading of that idea, but no, no IG88 yet. Hmm. I also thought maybe. I guess they kind of were setting it up that you thought maybe he was gonna come out and save. Um, because uh, we haven't covered the fact that Ugnolty is being chased by the. Uh, and um. Right, the biker scouts. By the biker scouts, yeah. So um.
1: What what was the? Somebody called them during uh during our Return of the Jedi season uh, like biker speeders or something like scooter, that
0: scooter scooter <laughs> i don't remember
1: the scooter men being being Scoop. pursued by the scooter men <laughs> scooter men scooter um, men um, but yeah they 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 intercepted somehow the um the titular mandalorian's phone call to ognuti saying get to the ship and get out of here it's a uh, we've been double crossed and so then they head out to... I, I don't know how they know where to go. Maybe they just were able to triangulate that radio message or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, but they they head out on the highway to... Uh, and they they go out and uh, the Scootermen cut back and forth between the Scootermen chasing Ognolte. And it seems like he's going to make it. And then... Um, we then, but we don't. Uh, we also have uh, he's no longer just on the phone. Um, grandma F- Gus Fring shows up, uh, in a TIE fighter, which uh, the TIE fighter folds its wings. Which at first I was like, What? Like, are we supposed to just do so they all do that? But no, it's a apparently it's a new model of the TIE fighter called an Outland TIE fighter. Hmm. Um, which the new is,
0: 2019 Outland. Yeah. Now with full wings. Zero <laughs> percent financing. Um, it Apparently
1: it was based on concept art from The Force Awakens. So they thought about, you know, instead of the Tide that we saw in Force Awakens, they thought about doing stuff like that or, or you know, using it, um, showing them fold like that rather than having them on the racks that we saw them on.
0: Well, when it was first coming in for a landing, I was like, "Uh-oh, that thing better not land on the wings." You know how you know how mad I get about that. I'm yeah. an, I'm old school thinking that they should not land on their wings; they should only be hanging from racks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the wings folded like that, I laughed because it was the most absurdly impractical thing. Um, like first of all, when it, first of all, when the Tie Fighter flies in general, its wings are up and down, so it doesn't get any airlift whatsoever from you know well.
1: wings. They're not wings.
0: That's why. <laughs> well, but well, but the I know, but in this context, it's funny because when it lands, it then moves the thing out so that they look like. So the only time it has wings is when it's on the ground, not flying. <laughs> right. That's true. You know ain't. I mean? And why would you make a ship where when it lands it is more big than when it is flying? It seems like the, that would make it very hard to like. I guess maybe it's stored in a low hangar or something but it seems like you mm. know if you want to if you want to make things compact you want to make them as narrow as possible so you could squeeze as many of them in as possible not have them be as wide as possible so they take <laughs> up a, an entire uh, Death you know, Star Destroyer hangar so uh, anyway I thought it was really funny but I thought it was really cool looking so uh,
1: you know, it, I'll, it, I'll allow it. It, it should have um, you know should have gone in for a landing and then the wings should have popped off like one at a time as if ejected <laughs> by a spring. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well when he opened the top that the top foam, um, yeah. you know when it lands and that thing pops up the top just like the toy uh would open up it so much of this
1: is so much of the show is just like okay like playing with star wars toys yeah the movie um but you you might be uh interested to know that the uh the first appearance of the um of the outland tie fighter Hmm. um it was in wasn't on this show just now. It was in the Star Wars Card Trader app. Whoa! As part of the set, Illustrated Outlaws, released in October of this past year. So now you are you still on that thing? No. As we it's were talking about work. it, we were talking about in the green room that uh, I, every once in a while, if I get a new phone, I don't transfer all my data and stuff. I just start over. Mm. I just I get a new identity, everything. And, uh, that's, that, that was the, that was a casualty of my last phone. Um, but the, um, yeah, so that, uh, we, we cut to, we see, um, um, his name is Gideon. His, his real name, Moff Gideon. hmm Um, he shows up in person and he has a little speech about, you don't know, you really don't know what you have there. And um, then cliffhanger. Titular Mandalorian is is still you know calling. he's like, "Hey, did you make it? Did you make it? Get out of here to to uh, um to Ugnolty, the and then cut to what we can only assume is the sad death of Ugnulti. Mm. The the baby Yoda is in the hands of the uh, Scooterman, and Ugnulti uh, is dead." uh oh, no. on the on the ground. Not. Didn't quite make it to the ship. But this this makes me think that the, that's the the setup. Uh, as you said, here, let's turn this into can we turn this into so what do we think is going to have? There's only one episode left. So how do we think this is all going to tie up?
0: Um <clears throat> I think uh they're going to wind up killing um Gus Fring okay who is uh the mandal the titular mandalorian okay i think uh i think the it will end with the mandalorian sort of retiring with baby yoda and then season two will be be, take place like 10 years later and then so we'll have teenage yoda and then the season two the mandalorian will have to come out of retirement and then him and baby yoda him and teen yoda will go on uh, adventures together so next season is going to be like yoda high school Yes, no Yoda high school. That's what that's that's what I'm gonna guess. Hmm. Um, I'd be in favor of a time jump? I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. You said you thought Baby Yoda was gonna get killed I, by the Mandalorian, which I'm like, no way. Every episode that goes by, I, I think that less and less that that's the case.
1: But I I still think it's possible.
0: No, it's possible.
1: I guess we'll find out. Um, the. Yeah, I think the the um, it's possible that uh, that the very end Mandalorian titular Mandalorian will kill the baby Yoda. I think that um, uh, Grand Moff Bugging Out will survive. I think he will be a, th- a through line, kind of a villain to to uh, carry over into into season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, uh, IG Eleven is going to come save the day and it's going to make the titular Mandalorian rethink his position on droids a little bit. Hmm. Um, because remember he's still programmed to protect. Uh, and, and I think it's going to be him <laughs> to protect and serve, um, to serve man. <laughs> like, well, what do you want? That's what they told me to do. Um, <laughs> because I G 11 is like, is a cat skills comedian for some reason.
0: Um, Oh yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll end with IGDA bringing our multi cooked on a. Uh, on a He's like he always wanted me to serve him loyally.
1: <laughs> he did say that Baby Yoda was a carnivore. Um. <laughs> so enjoy. Um. Yeah, I I think that uh, I think it's going to. Yeah, I think it's got to wrap up that way. That it's got to be. Um, it, things are going to look like IG11 is going to in to save the day. Um, everything's going to look... Some, something's going to turn with the Baby Yoda. And uh, either it's going to just, like, use its tremendous force powers to, to clear the room. Like, you know, IG-11 is going to come in, almost save the day, then things are going to look dire, and then Baby Yoda's just going to save the day himself, herself, itself. Or that's another thing. I think I think it might be the, the um, might be revealed that it's a that it's a,
0: a lady a, a Yoda lady. In the last episode, she's going to take off her head, and it's going to be empty nest under there. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Richard Mulligan has Baby Yoda. Um, the, uh, the 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 I I I don't know. It, it, there's gonna there's a lot that has to resolve if it's going to. be. I think they'll, obviously they'll still be. A little bit of a cliffhanger, but it, I feel like it. This particular storyline has to resolve itself a little bit. Um, you know, you can't just end it with a little bit of a. You know, the the I I feel like some some
0: aspect of the Baby Yoda storyline has to resolve next episode. Do you think so? Do you think it'll end on a cliffhanger, or will it end on a kind of like end of act one kind of a thing? I think there'll be some through line but it'll 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 somewhat resolve, but there'll be some unanswered questions. Like we still
1: have, remember the um, where the mysterious um stranger mm-hmm. that was following that was following them at the end of the the uh carnival space carnival episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, which I don't think is somebody that we've seen yet. Doesn't um, seem like it would be because.
0: I don't know. It just doesn't seem like
1: it. Yeah. Um So we we've got that in play. We've got the um So maybe that's it. Maybe so maybe it ends with uh, everything kind of falls apart. The the titular Mandalorian makes it out. He and IG-11 make it out. Maybe Cara Dune sacrifices herself for the good of the
0: gang. Um I was wondering if Baby Yoda was going to sacrifice himself for the good of the game.
1: No, he kills Baby. <laughs> it's hard to. That, that I'm going to pin that theory. That's its own separate theory. Okay, that involves a narrative twist that I can't. I can't really string the rest around it. Otherwise, I see um, um, titular Mandalorian and IG Eleven escaping with um, Baby Yoda, and um, then somebody else. Like at the end, it's just like, all right. Well, they're they're now they're more wanted than they were before and then Mm -hmm. um if uh matt belknap's theory is to be believed then cad bane is the one who shows up and be like i'll find your titular mandalorian and then it's like Mm -hmm. to be continued into season two
0: okay so yeah all right i could see that um yeah i already saw hondo get killed right yeah with, with, so yeah, with I fanfare. thought this was, uh, I think this episode was just as good as the opening. So I will go ahead and give it a 10 out of 10. Hmm. Uh, I also thought
1: it was as good as the opening, but like I said, that wasn't my favorite um, episode. Um, I don't remember what I gave the initial episode. Nine? Eight? I kind of want to give it a, a seven because it's, number, it's episode seven. Um, but I liked it. I don't I, I don't think I liked it as much as, uh, like, those other two that I said, so. Um,
0: yeah. Maybe I well. also, uh, I had a uh, thought about Star Wars today. Hear me out. Okay. Uh, I know this is running long, but we'll uh, just list one last thing. Um, I think if I was the king of Star Wars, mm-hmm. I would make every story take place during the Imperial era. Because as this, and I know the story doesn't technically take place during the Imperial era, but it very well could, there's nothing in this story that wouldn't be able, they wouldn't be able to do if there wasn't the Imperial era, you know what I mean? Uh, so, and I think there are just so many stories you can tell and just have the Imperials are like the police. Not every story has to be about like, there's plenty of stories you can tell about World War II that don't involve, okay, in the end they kill Hitler, you know what I mean? There's, right. you could tell all sorts of stories during the Imperial era, right? That don't have to do with overthrowing the government you know so that's and i think that's the i guess that's kind of basically what almost like the force awakens they kind of really did It's kind of just like reset it basically and you know it's uh in terms of the, the overall plot right so um but yeah i think that's just like the strongest uh you know dynamic is like okay the imperials are the bad guys these are the good guys you can have shades of gray in there but uh, the idea of a post-imperial, like I don't know, feel like would be too messy. And uh, anyway, that's where that's where I stand. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Uh, wh- what
1: What do you think is uh, set to happen? You You said that you think it's gonna they're gonna escape and there's gonna be a time jump.
0: Uh, that's I. That's I'm just throwing that You're out hoping. there. I don't. I, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, I don't think we'll see his face. Let's put it that way. What do you think about oh, yeah, that? Yeah, that, that's another. Face?
1: Uh, um, it's another thing that has to that hasn't it's been talked about but hasn't happened. Yeah. Um. So maybe.
0: But then if I feel like they'll save that for the very end, when he the very end of the, the whole retires. show. Yeah, when he finally he goes back to sanctuary to retire. Hmm. And he'll he, oh, yeah. he will take off his helmet and he'll start bawling and he will never stop bawling because of all all the horrible things he's had to do.
1: Right, and then the sharpshooter lady will come soothe him.
0: No, that's when Baby Yoda kills him. Okay.
1: He puts him out of his misery. Yeah. And then dumps his body in on the sanctuary
0: planet mm-hmm. into the shrimp pond. He makes uh, he makes it into soup, which then Yoda feeds to Luke when he shows up Dagobah. Uh, mm-hmm. There you go. Burkle. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So I guess that'll wrap up uh, this episode of The uh, Mandalorian. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. And I guess next... Uh, I guess we're back to a uh, the the Friday schedule after this, yeah, next Friday is the finale. Yeah, so uh, join us for that. And uh, in the meantime, if you've enjoyed hearing us talk about Star Wars and you don't already, then uh, go listen to our podcast, The Star Wars Minute. We are currently devoting uh, a minute every day. We are devoting, there's a new episode every day of us talking about Rogue One. So uh, check it every weekday. Uh, we haven't right. we haven't
1: discussed it, but I'm assuming that we had enough fun doing this that we will probably return for for season two once that drops mm-hmm. well, we, we have let's, let's think about it we have uh, we have until next episode um before the retail will
0: return in never say never again <laughs> yes i'm totally this has been fun and uh i i look forward to get, coming back good all right well you
1: know we don't have to commit until next week you have we have uh, like more than seven days to back out so
0: Think about it. You should make you should make me sign now before, in case the <laughs> ending is terrible. I'll be like, oh, you signed. We have a deal. No matter how small it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with a brand new *Mandalorian*. The *Mandalorian*, brought to you by *Star Wars Minute*. Star Wars Minute.